So many people say work smarter, not harder. But how do you actually do that? Chances are, if you're like most academic physicians or physician leaders that I know, you are juggling a lot of responsibilities. And let's be real, it's not always easy to figure out what is the most important thing to do right now, today, or this week, or this month. There's just too much of it. No wonder it becomes harder to see the forest for the trees and to know what actually needs to get done right now. Too many competing commitments can be really paralyzing. So in this episode, I will unpack for you the five key principles that you need to master to increase your productivity and also decrease your stress. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Welcome to the Academic Revolution Podcast, where we are creating a movement to change the future of academic medicine forever. I'm Inga Hoffman, a Harvard-trained pediatric hematologist, oncologist, and a passionate leadership coach with over 20 years of experience in academic medicine. This is the first podcast for academic physicians that will show you how to achieve higher productivity, become an impactful leader, and create a highly successful career doing what you love without sacrificing your personal life. You and I know that the traditional system is broken, so it's time to say no to the old publish or perish mentality and say yes to lasting change. Join me as we transform academic medicine from the inside out, one physician at a time, starting right here with the Academic Revolution podcast. Well, welcome back to the Academic Revolution podcast. So excited to be chatting with you today and welcome to all my new listeners on this podcast as well as my my friends at this point. I'm just uh, pumped to be here and today I really want to talk about something that I see so many people are struggling with as academic physicians, physician scientists, whether you're an educator, and that is talking about the five key principles that you need to master in order to increase your productivity and decrease your stress. This is in many ways a blend of pillar number one, performance habits, and pillar number two of leadership identity of the physician success DNA method. So let's dive right into it. Over the years, I've really discovered that there is There are different things that you can do to increase your productivity. And one of them is really focusing on your priorities versus just your to-do list. In fact, if um, you might have noticed, I just finished the Ditch the List Bootcamp. That's a training I run a few times a year sometimes to help academic physicians just like you will get out of that overwhelm, ditch that horrible to-do list that uh, has so much, carries so much weight on our daily lives and actually transform your thinking to get your work from priorities. So priorities are core concept. And I just want to share a few nuggets that I taught those people in the bootcamp. Now the bootcamp is over five days. I do a lot of coaching and training in there and there will be another chance to sign up in the future. But for now, I wanted to just share these five little nuggets that can really help you to get out of that overwhelming, stressful situation. So the first one You've all heard that before is work smarter, 
not harder, right? Who has heard that phrase over and over again? And you're like, great, but what does that actually mean? Now, we recognize that increasing our effort, just putting more energy and time in doesn't actually equal more success. You probably already recognize that just increasing activity doesn't actually equal productivity because there could be a lot of things we're doing each day that are busy work sometimes, perhaps things that other people ask us to do, but that are not really moving us forward with the things we need to accomplish to have a successful academic career or get promoted. But they are just things that we are sort of asked to do. So there could be a lot of competing commitments. And just trying to squeeze in more into the day is a broken strategy. And you have probably already realized that just pushing harder is not working. Otherwise, you will probably not even be listening to this podcast because just pushing harder is leaving us exhausted, resentful, burned out. I hate that word, but yes, you might feel burned out, just tired. And there's also this principle that the more you push, the harder you push, the more you cram into the day, that there is actually a diminishing return of your investment. Meaning, the harder you push, the, the fewer results you actually get. So what is a different way you can think about it? Well, instead of just increasing your effort and just doing more things, do things more wisely. And a lot of that comes down to being really highly intentional and working from priorities versus just working from a to-do list. Dan Kennedy, who is a very old school, famous marketer, said a really nice quote that I want to give you, and I think it might encourage you. Disciplined use of time everybody else wastes can give you the edge. And the key word here is really a disciplined use. There's so much wasted time in our day that if we just cut down that clutter, and that waste and that distraction, we can actually extract more out of the day by working fewer hours. What? Yes. Because if you clutter out, cut out the clutter and the wasted time effort, then you can actually really focus on the key priority task for the day or for the week and increase your effort and your output and spend less time because you're not constantly distracted. And that also just might require to rethink how we do things. So I just want to encourage you to just rethink how do I go about my day and what can I do differently? Now, the second principle is all about you cannot have it all. And I honestly have to say when I read about this the first time or I heard this, I hated it. Because I am the kind of person that wants it all. There is so many different things I'm passionate about. And I hated it when people used to tell me, Inga, you're spreading yourself too thin. You have too many interests. Well, what's wrong with having different type of interests and wanting to make a difference in the world? But people always say, and mentors say this all the time, right? You cannot have it all. You're doing too many things. You should be just doing one thing. And there is truth to that. But I would also say 
that is really a belief system. I do think there is ways that you can have different things that you want in life. You know, quality time with your family, a rich personal life with relationships and in connections you really love and yet still make a difference in medicine and science and academia to leave academic medicine in a better place. I do think that is entirely possible. It just won't happen at the same time. So the second principles really focus on you can't have it all, at least not at the same time, but you can focus on really integrating those different parts of your life uh, with different focuses at different given times. You know, there's a season and time for everything in life that comes from the good old book um, of Proverbs. And there's so much truth to it. There's times when you need to focus on your family. Perhaps there is needs in your family that you need to focus on. Perhaps your children are little or they, they are having a difficult time or there's health issues. Then you need to focus on that. And then there's times to dive all in into what you're doing at work. Just don't work from the principle of it always has to happen at the same time because work-life balance, let me tell you, it's a whole different episode, is a myth and it doesn't exist. And who the heck wants to be in balance anyway? Like that's like sounds really stressful, stand still. Um, I'm going to talk about that another time. But again, you can have uh, different things in your life, just not at the same time. And the key principle to really have things you want is know exactly what you want and I work with that in a real deep way with people all the time I get them crystal clear the people that I get the honor to work with one-on-one or my group coaching programs or my challenges I get them crystal clear on what you actually want for your life not what does somebody else want but what you want Hey there, friend, real quick. If you followed me for any amount of time, you realize that I'm super passionate about helping other academic physicians just like you thrive in academic medicine. And for this purpose, I have created a three-day live training series called The Academic Revolution Live. The event starts October 6th, and I really want you to be there. It's going to be awesome, and you're going to learn a lot. To sign up, go to Inga Hoffman. 1F and 2Ns.com forward slash AR Life to sign up. Again, that is ingahoffman.com forward slash AR Life. You can also find the link in the show notes. Cannot wait to see you there. Talk to you soon. So, principle number three the good is always the enemy of the best. And that is such a good principle as well. Now, so many people think I should be doing this and this. And this happens a lot to physicians in academia, especially I would say when we just get started out uh, to junior faculty, to fellows. Somebody brings a task to you or project to you and you feel like either you cannot say no or you also talk your way into it because you say or somebody else might say, a mentor might say, this will look good on your CV. You need a little bit of this, a little bit of that on your CV. And so therefore you get kind of talked into projects that are good and maybe there's good reason behind it, but are they the best? 
And what I love about really thinking about what is best is what is the creme de la creme? What are the cherries on top that really give me the biggest reward in moving me forward towards my goals, towards my dream and my passion? So make great choices. You know, Warren Buffett, who is a highly successful person, he always said, when people bring me a thousand ideas or a hundred ideas, I say no to 99% of them. Even those great ideas, he says no to. And that's why he's highly successful. People that are highly successful know the difference between a good idea, a very good idea, and a winning idea, like the best things. And I want you to really be intentional to focus on that. Number four, be proactive versus reactive. Whew, that is a biggie. And that is, I think, some that is something that is really a challenge to wrap our head around in our very busy academic physician world. We are so reactionary. There's always a lot of fires to put out during our day, right? Especially when you're on clinical services. But it is really important to be intentional, intentional with your time, intentional with your choices. And that takes, again, a different type of thinking. You have to have a different mindset and intentionality behind your day to not be reactive. See, we all have a gazillion things to do. But if you really look at your calendar, are there things to do? Absolutely. People will fill your calendar if needed. There will be never a lack of things to do. The question is, are you doing things that make an impact that are important to you, to your career, to your family, to your personal goals and values? And are those the things that move the needle? And that is really the important part. So you have to be intentional. That might mean you have to prepare, you have to plan, you you have to really seize the moment and you have to also slow down and think about things carefully so that um, you are not always in reactionary mode. So That's a really important principle to kind of really take in and take some notes on. And then last one is this. The important needs to take precedent over the urgent. Another one that I think so closely ties in with the last one we talked about. It's very easy in our very busy world to again be reactionary and let the urgent things take over the important things. Some of you might be familiar with Steve Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Successful People, and he teaches a concept in there that some of you might have heard even on a faculty development course about the four quadrants, right, that divides up urgent and important work. And most of us live in the time quadrant where everything urgent and important gets bombarded at us. That's what we spend most of our time and that's why we are so stressed out because we're constantly putting out fires. But if we constantly deal with the urgent, we never actually get to the important things such as writing your grants, writing your manuscript, spending some time to think about projects, taking care of your health, building relationships, All these things are really important. And if we don't attend to them, then they ultimately become an emergency, an urgent issue to take care of, or perhaps even a crisis. So I want to make sure that we really think about that. So 
What can you do today to take care of the important versus the urgent? And again, that takes habit. That takes daily and weekly intentionality. And you need to build habits around those so that those important things, again, there's only a few of them, are your priorities that you build daily habits around. So you move the needle forward, baby step by baby step at a time. All right. This was a very practical lesson. Again, I hope this helped you. Just to quickly review, there's five principles you really need to think about and you need to master in order to increase your productivity and decrease your stress. Number one, work smarter instead of harder. Don't just increase your effort. Really think differently how you can work and be clear on what you want. Number two, you cannot have it all. At least not at the same time, people say. But if you know really what you want, you can have all the things just at different times of your life or even your week. Number three, the good is always the enemy of the best. Make sure you're really clear what is the very best, the very best idea that I can focus in right now. Number four. Be proactive versus reactive. That means being highly intentional and spending some time planning things and thinking ahead versus being in reactionary mode. And number five, the important needs to take precedent over the urgent. If you keep on just putting out fires, you will get buried under them. So go ahead and spend some time Lock out some time for the important things that need to get done in your personal and professional life to keep the needle moving forward. Okay, I hope this was uh, helpful to you. I really want you to take these principles and say, okay, let me just pick one idea, one baby step and implement that next week. Again, how we move forward, how you create success in your life, how you have increased productivity and less stress is by taking one baby nugget, one tiny thing. You don't even have to take all the five principles and say, I'm going to choose this one thing this week to just try out, take action on and see what happens. Run experiments in your life. That's how we make progress. Have a blessed week. Talk to you soon and see you next week. Hey there, friend. If you're in academic medicine, you understand the importance of securing grant funding to move your research projects, your dreams, and your promotion forward. Whether you're an educator, a clinician, or a bench scientist, or anything in between, grant funding is critical for your promotion and your academic success. Now, for this purpose, I've created a five-day challenge to help you get your grants written. At this five-day challenge, you will walk away with the exact step-by-step -step blueprint to get your grants done and most importantly, overcome the obstacles that stand in your way, such as procrastination and imposter syndrome and just being busy and distracted. So I want you to be there and I'm so excited to host this for the first time. Share this with any of your colleagues and friends. It's a free event. To register, go to ingahoffman.com forward slash grants. Again, ingahoffman.com forward slash grants. Cannot wait to see you there.